everyone, and welcome to episode 41 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast, where we talk about gaming and entertainment news that happened over the week and what we watch or played. My name is Barry with my co-host. My name is Craig. And just in case you guys didn't know, we did put out our top 10 uh, video games and movies of the year. Both of our lists are separate, so if you guys didn't know, make sure to check that out. It literally should be in the one right below the one you're listening to right now so it would be two hours of it yeah two and about and two, two, two and <laughs> almost two and a half hours you may need to take a break in there so we'll put it at two and a half yeah that's true it went on for a while but it was a it was a fun time yeah it's yeah it's always fun and hopefully if you're on the fence about any of the games from last year you're just maybe getting into gaming that might be your definitive guide and it's always good like i always look at it as I can like purge my mind of everything I played last year and I can start fresh with a new yeah. year. So it's exciting. It is time to start fresh. It really <laughs> is. And with that, we're going to go on and get into the news, games, and movies. We will let you guys know that it is a pretty dead week and it's been a yeah. pretty dead two weeks considering um, a lot of news outlets went on break or vacation a lot of game developers went on vacation uh one of the youtube channels i religiously watch inside gaming is going to stop doing the daily stuff so okay uh, it stinks for me because i really liked that youtube channel but still regardless uh we're here to give you the news and i will find any way to give them to you any way i can (laughs) yeah we'll dig and scratch to find the little news morsels if we have to yeah, the, the news morsels you crave. <laughs> but with that, let's go ahead and get into the news. And I only have one, so I guess I'll go first, just so sure. you have your two. Really, the only thing I have is Nintendo buying the Luigi's Mansion developer Next Level Games, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Uh, they, have a, they apparently have had a very close relationship so far. So with the success that Luigi's Mansion 3 had, and it was a pretty universally reviewed well game that it just makes sense for them to buy that studio and probably have them continue to make uh luigi's mansion games or any other games that probably come to mind yeah call me a a nintendo noob i guess but i had no idea that this wasn't made by nintendo (laughs) it kind of i saw that i had that in my news as well and i was like oh i was unaware they didn't own that company but i guess it makes sense for them to buy it yeah, I feel like anytime you tend to mess with the first party developers uh, or when you're making something for a Nintendo exclusive console, you end up being bought by Nintendo if you do a good job. So, yeah, probably a good payday for them. So good for them. Yeah, and they'll probably get to do more stuff, too, with bigger budgets. Yep. Um, so I have two. Uh, the first one is January 8th, which is uh, Friday, I believe. We have the ps2 themed black ps5s going on sale i don't know if you saw pictures of these i did Um, right i absolutely did (laughs) not being made officially by sony being made by another i guess i don't even know what they would consider themselves super five is like i guess they make like retro stuff but uh they're making a ps5 that looks like a ps2 it's pretty cool um i'm trying to find how many they're making i know it's very very limited 304 units so if you want to get one of these good luck on friday it's hard enough to get a regular ps5 this one's going to be i'm sure just bought up by bots and i'm i highly doubt that their site will stay up (laughs) but go ahead 
I was going to say the weird thing is like you're they're going to be doing this. How many PS PS fives do they have? Do they have three hundred four PS fives just laying around? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that works. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's odd. I think it's cool, and I know that this wasn't talked about on either of the news stories, but I know D Brand, a very famous like skin creator for like consoles and video games, uh, they're they were getting into a lawsuit fight with Sony because they're making those p- those plates, the white plates that are removable on the PS5, mm-hmm. they're making them black and other different colors, which I think I'm surprised that there hasn't been anything done to this company for making a retro-looking console. Right. But they're, they're not Sony. It's got nothing to do with Sony. You would think Sony would be like, nope, we're blocking this because, you know, they want to make it and they want to make the money off of it. But yeah. And it, it looks like um, if they're also doing the controller as well, and they're going to have 500 units of those controllers, they did say that like when they do this, they have to completely take apart like the controllers and the consoles to make sure it's done well. So I know the controller is selling for a hundred dollars. The PS five console is selling for six fifty. So you're paying an extra 150 to get that look. Um, and it looks like they said they'll ship sometime in the spring. So I'm assuming that they somehow have a way to get their hands on, you know, 304 PS5 somehow. Or maybe they don't have them yet, but they're assuming they're going to be able to get them. I don't know, but you know these are going to sell out immediately. Yeah, the 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 my favorite part of it I think was the controller. I thought yeah. the controller looked super slick. Um, and kind of the gray tone, black tone that they have going on with that. Mm-hmm. The the PS5 just looks like a regular old black box, not much different from anything else. So right. uh, I was I was more focused on the controller. It's too bad that I guess it's only really thirty bucks. And, yeah, an extra thirty. Yeah. And I would think that the controller has a lot more of a harder job skinning it or modding it to make it look like that than the console because the the white plates are removable. It should be pretty easy. I've never tried it yet, mm-hmm. even though I will eventually. But um, yeah, that's that's just it's odd. But the controller looks nice, and you know, if you happen to get one, I hope it looks nice. Yeah. Uh, good luck to everybody who tries to get that. Uh, it looks like three o'clock Eastern Standard Time is when it's going to go on sale on Friday. Uh, and then, yeah, set your alarms now. I guess. Um, and then the other one that I have is not exactly considered fact yet it is just a rumor but the rumor is that ubisoft plus may be possibly coming to game pass um which if that happens my goodness they already have ea and then they'll have ubisoft's uh catalog as well on game pass that's insane it's going to be good for you know gaming and whatnot like ubisoft does have a couple games that i would probably Mm want to eventually play through if you think about you have all the watchdogs you have all the assassin's creed um just off the top of my head just dance i know there's more i'm missing but like a lot of big name games obviously could potentially be on there maybe not at launch but eventually yeah i guess we just have to wait and see of you know game pass is already an incredible deal Mm -hmm. so you know, if they're going to add Ubisoft to it, you know, Microsoft's got boatloads of money, yeah. uh, more, more so than Sony has. So if, if anybody can do it, it's uh, Microsoft willing to shell out whatever partnering deal it has to to have their games on their platform for however many years. That's true. 
I was thinking too, I would not be surprised if behind the scenes right now, Microsoft's trying to figure out a way to get uh, Hades onto Game Pass whenever that's ready for other consoles. That would be cool. That would be, and I think that would be another huge one for them to kind of hang their hat on. But again, like the value was already there. It's been there on Game Pass. This is just, if this is added, that's even more. And again, it's kind of defeating the reason to buy a lot of games anymore. We're going to just a games as a service platform real quick. And I guess, yeah, we've been kind of building to that mm-hmm. for, for a while now. It just seems like uh, Microsoft's option is the one that really seems to stick and make it make itself valuable. Yeah. And I, I'm still hoping that Sony can kind of take off with their idea, too, um, so that we can have a little bit comp- a little bit more competition. Um, I like the idea of having, you know, the first party Sony titles available on your PS5. I think that's a good start, but yeah. hopefully they can one up their game as well because that would be really cool and then we're all just going to look at nintendo because they still really haven't done a whole lot they're like 20 years behind (laughs) don't expect by the time like we're all playing games injected into the back of our necks like nintendo's going to come out with a console that could finally do 4k 120 frames a second (laughs) or something yeah and like i guess i'm not really a confirmed story but i did hear some rumblings that not to expect the next uh switch console anytime soon so I guess we'll see, because I know we were both kind of waiting for a new version of the Switch this year. Yep, if you could give me a beefed up version of the Switch, I'd buy it right right here and right now. 500 bucks, <laughs> I'll send it right to you. Give me that but. sweet 4K. I'm all in. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only news I had. Not a whole lot going on. Yeah, you know, slow week as we as we mentioned at the top of the podcast. So we get, we're going to go into the games we played uh, for this week, and I have a little segment that... Uh, Craig and I will go over. So for me, I finally have broken into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I'm playing a lot of that now and I'm enjoying it. It took me a while to find the balance between not being overwhelmed by all the crap you have to do and just doing the story missions. And if I happen to be in the area of like doing something, I'll do it, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going out of my way to do it or the side quests anymore. So it's, it's been a fun. It's been fun so far, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla is really starting to grow on me more, more and more. Enough to be on your top ten list. <laughs> I have to finish it. Ending the ending is paramount, and I okay. need to see what the ending is. It's still staring at me on my shelf, unopened over here. But I am stubborn on not starting any new games until I finish the ones I already have. So I will get to it, and I am excited to try it. But I am showing some restraint instead of starting eight different games right now. Yeah. The, the biggest benefit I'll say right now is it's nice to not have to have three, you know, 300 pieces of armor and weapons, like how in Odyssey it was, mm-hmm. they really want you to kind of stick with your gear and upgrade it, which is just such a much better system Right. to not have to deal with, you know, decrafting or disassembling 15 of the same chest pieces. And just so you can feed it into your bigger one, just, you know, give us good set pieces that you can upgrade through time. It just makes a lot more sense. And it's making my time in the menus a lot easier as well. So they're doing the, the God of war thing kind of then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Um, what else did you play? So uh, I hate to admit it, but I've been playing <laughs> League of Legends again. Uh, it's been kind of it's kind of a love hate relationship with that game. 
Uh, it's, you know, it's a game that I'm going to play with my friends and I'll occasionally play by myself, but usually when I'm playing by myself at all of my teammates just seem to be idiots. <laughs> so I try not to play by myself, but you know, league has, you know, it's been a cemented game and it's a popular and it's been a pop, very popular game for a long time. And playing it with my friends now, it's just nice to kind of get back and play a different type of game from what I get on console because mm-hmm. League of Legends really doesn't work. I don't think on consoles if you were to put it on console. It's it's one it's much like a RTS for me. While Halo Wars is similar to RTS, it's not like Age of Empires, like Age of Empires, that type of game and League of Legends like are good and work really well on a computer. So it, I've just been having fun with it, you know, League of Legends. Uh, I'm not playing the super competitive mode. Um, I'm playing, I think, Hollowing Abyss or something. It's like 5v5 on a single lane, and you're kind of just trying to outwit your opponent or gank them into coming over so your team can kill them. It's a much smaller game, and I prefer that as to the big gigantic map that you can play on what everybody else plays with. So. You know, league is league's a weird game, but I'm I'm having fun with it. Anytime league gets brought up and everybody like starts talking about it, like you just were, and like a bunch of terms get thrown around, and I have no idea what they are. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I should probably at least try it so I understand. But like, I'm so scared to fall down that hole. That like, just not that it's a bad game, but like you constantly hear about like how awful the community is. And how toxic it is it's just kind of always turned me off but i know at some point i'll end up trying it and probably just get sucked into it so but i'm glad you're at least enjoying it again yeah it's addicting and you know and that's that's the one thing that's been nice about playing with my friends i don't we don't i don't take plagues in whatever toxic community that sometimes leagues can be mm-hmm. and i think league is more toxic on the other game type which is summoner's rift okay. um because that's that's the mode everybody plays and because I'm not playing that, I'm not getting really the toxicity that um, System of a Down brings to the table. <laughs> so it's true. I mean, this this happens every year at this time, though. Like you you end up falling back into an older game. Like I fell back into Rocket League, um, just because same thing. Like one of my friends sent me like text me. It was like, hey, we should play Rocket League. And like I haven't played Rocket League with him in like four years. And he's like, yeah, we should we should play that again. And then I was like, all right, I guess I'll download it. And I've just been like playing that quite a bit. And that's also a pretty toxic community as well. But it's just that time of year where like you're still trying to finish games. But for whatever reason, I always end up falling back into old games when I should be playing new ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, So I guess I could do my I guess it's weekly now VR update, right? Yeah, like some more yeah, games in VR. Um, Craig's, Craig's VR room. <laughs> that's a good name for it, I guess. So I put fell all the way into Beat Saber this week. Um, such a fun time. Really, like I played it a little bit when I first got the Oculus, but this week um, I had finished off the Star Wars one. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get into Beat Saber. And playing Beat Saber and like learning how to play that game, it kind of reminded me of when I was in high school and for the first time at an amusement park playing DDR and then, yeah. and then falling down that hole of 
learning DDR and eventually buying a mat for my house and doing all that nonsense. That's how I feel with Beat Saber, like that same kind of rush of like, all right, I think I'm getting the hang of this. I'm going to bump up the difficulty. And uh, it's been a ton of fun. Like you feel you feel like you look cool doing it, but I know I don't. If, <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody was watching me uh, just in my room swinging around wildly, they'd probably be laughing. But like when you're in the middle of it and you're like hitting all the all the notes and swinging different ways, you're like, man. I had swords in my hand right now, I would be the coolest dude in the world, even though you yeah, know you'd be slicing true. a dice yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I I've been having such a fun time learning the songs, getting better at them, trying like the ones where the notes disappear, um, or like the the 360 version where you have to kind of keep turning around and swinging. It's just been so much fun. And even though you only get like I think eight or nine songs with the original game. Like there's enough variety in there of different difficulties and different ways to play that like it's been keeping me entertained for the past week. So I think at this point, everybody knows if you get a VR, any type of VR, that's one of the games you get, but cannot recommend that enough. And the other one that I fell into was uh, Poker Stars VR. Oh, interesting. Also brought me back to, I don't even, it had to have been either High school or maybe right when I got out of high school and I was in college when PokerStars.net was huge and everybody was playing that online all the time. Um, That's what it felt like to me and been having like just the most hilarious time with random people in that game. Like I enjoy playing poker quite a bit. I haven't played it in a long time, but such a fun time. And then like the amount of stuff that you can do when you're sitting at the table, they have like different objects that you can buy and interact with and just been like having just dying laughing in VR um, with just random people I've never met having conversations kind of like a VR chat, I guess. But I think I needed more than just a regular VR chat where you're just kind of walking around this year, at least playing something in the meantime, but losing so much time in that at night lately. So that's and and it's free. So that was a huge, huge one for me. Definitely get that if you have a VR headset. I, I love Texas Hold'em, and yeah. I remember the early 360 days <laughs> where those card games were kind of really hitting their stride on the console, mm-hmm. where it was just a matter of like, okay, I'm just playing against a bunch of people online, and you know, you're just winning hands, and yep. you know, you're telling people that they're crap and stuff, and <laughs> making fun of them. Yep. Like the, the one thing that I wish or I hope that you can do in that Poker Stars VR game is the one James Bond villain does the thing where he has the chip like through his fingers and mm-hmm. it just kind of falls and he and it goes back and forth. Yeah. You need that item. Like that yeah. item would probably make you look pretty cool. It's true. Like I, I'll do the thing where like I'll pick up some chips with one hand and like flick it to the other and catch it and stuff. Um, I had like some of the most mem- memorable things for me so far in VR was, you know, almost everybody in that game uses a headset so they can talk and, mm-hmm. uh, calling you know betting somebody and then when it's their turn and i'm sitting right next to them and turning and looking at them as they're deciding whether or not to call or fold and then leaning forward so my face is right in front of theirs just like (laughs) an inch from their face and they just start busting up laughing and fold has been like just the most fun i've had in a while so uh, yeah that it's such a good time that's cool uh do you play anything else no, unfortunately, we're at the oh, point man. where um, 
Yeah. All right. Um, I'll hit you with the non-VR stuff because I played two. Uh, I started playing Professor Rubik's Brain Fitness on the Switch. Um, Get that brain big. <laughs> first time I picked up my Switch in uh, about a month or so. Uh, I I was looking at it because I missed the days of Brain Age on the DS and how much fun those were. And this is not quite the same because it's all about increasing your brain and being able to complete like Rubik's cubes, which I've never been able to do ever. Yeah. Um, so it has like the kind of like a brain age. You have your daily tasks you can do where they'll suggest like, Hey, this is what you need to work on. Obviously when you first turn it on, you do like a test to see where you're at, like your mental capabilities. And then they make fun of you because yep. you're dumb. Yes, they do. Yes, they definitely do more so than brain age did. Brain age was more uh, supportive, I think than this is, but um, it's been fun. I've been doing it for a couple days now and it's something you can do in like, you know, 10, 15 minutes. You can do it longer if you want, but a lot of like math based training stuff um, and, and memory. So we'll see if it actually helps me. I would love to be able to do a Rubik's cube. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's not too bad. I don't know how much it is. Normally I, I got it sent through Gamefly. So if it's like a $60 thing, probably not, but it's on sale for like 20 or 30 this is probably a solid pickup if you're looking to better your brain for the new year and then uh i started little hope which is uh the dark pictures anthology games yeah i did see that you were playing that yeah so i loved until dawn on the ps4 and i played man of medan i didn't finish it it kind of fell off that one um and then this one i'm still super early in but these games I have a ton of fun with just, you know, your basic kind of campy horror movie in a game. Um, a lot of choices that affect, you know, the outcome people die or not die, depending on your actions. And so far it's been good. Um, I think I fell off man of a dam because I was, it was on a boat and I was just kind of bored of being on a boat. This is in a small town. It's a little bit more a change of scenery, but I'm having a ton of fun and I know it's, it's always on sale. That game is constantly on sale. So if you like the other ones, this is for sure a pickup. Um, once I actually finish it, I'll have a more definitive answer. But that's pretty much what I've been playing. Did you play any more Cyberpunk? No, I actually haven't yet. Um, <laughs> okay. With with Valhalla and like Cyberpunk kind of being very similar in what mm -hmm. they do, I've just kind of gone head head into Valhalla first because I've been having more fun with Valhalla. Okay. Um. I guess quick cyberpunk update then still playing it. Uh, I've been doing like just about every single day. I'll turn it on and be like, all right, I'm going to do a mission or two. Uh, but the amount of side missions that just continue to get thrown at you is out of control. And I know that was the same with the Witcher and it's why I fell off the Witcher. I think this game's a little bit more interesting to me, which is why I haven't completely given up on it. But at some point, like this week I was playing and I'm doing these side missions and these gigs and like not even getting to the main storyline. I'm just kind of like playing. I'm like, am I am I having fun? I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm enjoying it or if I'm just like, all right, I guess I'll do a mission or two today before I play something else. Kind of like a side job, like a part time job. Um, I want to finish the game. I want to see the ending. But I might have to do with what you're doing with Assassin's Creed and just kind of mainline the story at this point, because those side missions just never stop coming. Like you finish one and there's like four or five phone calls that come right after. 
Yeah, that's that's what I've kind of had to learn, and maybe this is how I start playing these types of games. Yeah. Is stick to the story, and then if you're in an area where there maybe is some stuff to collect or do, mm-hmm. then I, I try to do it there. That way I don't have to go back. But, you know, one of the things that they all try to do now is you have to unlock these fast travel places. So in Valhalla, you have to get on a viewpoint and synchronize, and then you can, like, fast travel between places, mm-hmm. which makes the game so much faster and easier, especially when you're on, like, for me and you, a Series X, right. where the loading time is maybe five seconds, and then we're, <laughs> in, the, and then we're in the world, and you know, we're playing again. One thing that I will have to say that I can't figure out so far about Valhalla is when you get drunk, there's an effect where the screen shakes and wobbles kind of like you're drunk. Mm -hmm. I'm having that issue every time I load up the game. Really? Like my character starts out drunk and it is probably the most annoying thing about the game so far. And (laughs) they've patched out like a lot of the audio issues that were happening at first, but I am... I am like getting, I'm getting so frustrated at the fact that every time that I first, you know, play the game, my guy is drunk for three minutes and it doesn't affect like him running or moving. It's just making the screen wobble and blurry and it's making me sick. <laughs> so <laughs> That's it, crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's just a glitch in my game because I played the drinking game once. Uh, no, probably twice. Yeah, twice. And I'm I'm hoping that that that's something that at least is either w- working on being patched or something that maybe it's something I could turn off. Like when you do the drinking mini game, it makes sense that you're drunk or something right afterward. Like that makes sense. But if I load in and every time my guy is like acting drunk, I don't I don't need that. I yeah, that that would annoy me to no end. <laughs> but I like like I said, I'm I am really excited to at least try assassin's creed so maybe i'll just mainline cyberpunk so i can see the end of the story and then maybe i'll if i want to go back to it i'll wait until it gets fixed more yeah yeah that's all i played all right so then with that we're going to go into my segment which thanks to ign for come for making me come up with it then you know i we have to help you know the other sites too i yeah. know we we try to help out the smaller sites ign needs a bit of our help we'll give it to them yeah so um it's where they li- they put out a list of all the games co- or like I should say big games that are announced so far in 2021. Okay. So, I am going to kind of go through um give my opinions on whether or not I'm getting it. Okay. And also and also get your opinion. All right. And this is kind of going what we know by my month as well. So, the first thing we know is Hitman 3 is coming out January 20th. Now, I'm getting that game because mm-hmm. I've it's it's kind of like the secret agent spy game like James Bond type thing that that I'm really really into and uh I think it was IGN that had like the first five minutes of the Dubai mission that you start off in and it just looks fantastic <laughs> uh like the the whole kind of big area you get to go into and I know it's like they're just huge sandboxes and you can kind of figure out how you want to do you know do an assassination or how you're going to get your target. And I just really like that. And this is kind of my first dive into the Hitman world. This mm-hmm. is the first time that I've seen a trailer and I went, you know what? I, I think I should be get playing this game. I mean, so. it's right up your alley. It's James Bond. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, it's a, uh, it's a, I guess a rent 
try to get through Gamefly because the last one that was this style, I bounced off that so hard um, that okay. like it kind of scares me to commit to it. Um, so I'll definitely try it, but I don't think I'll be buying it day one. Okay. So next up will be uh, the medium coming out for uh, to the first like pretty much series X series yeah. X um, exclusive we're gonna get. I think I'll probably end up getting this game. This is the game where you're playing as some detective and she can go between two different worlds and you can play the two worlds like literally at the same time or switch between them yep. at will. And this is the this is the first game that's not coming out for Xbox One X or One S as well. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm interested to see if this kind of gives us a glimpse as to what the power is of like the Series X because right now, all we've really had is games that also work on PlayStation, and games that, um, are like on both consoles, so you can kind of figure it out. So I'm interested to see what a more like you know that the series x is a more powerful console than the playstation when you look at it just strictly numbers wise yeah. so if if that's the case i kind of want to see what this game has to offer yeah i have a lot of hope for this one i already have it pre-installed through you know it's, it'll be on game pass so i have it ready to go for the end of this month and i'm super pumped to see what the first in quotations next gen game on the xbox looks like Hopefully it does what they want it to and being able to switch back and forth, which takes advantage of those load times, I think is going to be pretty cool if it's done right. Yeah, I guess that's the question here. Is, yeah. is it going to be done right? Because I really don't see Xbox pushing this game very hard right now, mm -hmm. which makes me worried at the fact that they're just going to kind of let it come out. People are going to be excited for this, you know, kind of weird thriller horror game and like watch it end up just not like the story end up sucking or something like that. I hope right. that's not the case. But yeah, me too. It's it's what we have to consider. The next one up and I'm actually I'm I'm not interested in playing this game, but I'm interested to see how it goes and that is Outriders from Square Enix. Yeah. It is the three-player uh co-op shooter that looks so much like Anthem. I think it's <laughs> I'm interested to see whether or not this is like a huge Anthem uh like blowout to the point where does it fail like anthem does as well is going to be kind of what i wonder yeah i'm not that excited about this but um we'll see how reviews are with it again like i could pretty much say that like with all of these that i'll rent it and that's my plan but like i have no intention of buying this game unless it's just like reviewed insanely well yeah, like this this type of game and the gameplay literally looks like Anthem. You know, you pick from a class, you have you're not flying around the world, but you're going between different places and everything like that. Like it just gives me so much Anthem vibes that I'm interested to see if people go, Oh yeah, this game's great. Yeah. Or something like that, which could happen, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, we wait and see on that one. The next one up is uh so we're kind of getting into like the questionable area where we don't know when a game is coming out mm -hmm. but um the next one is going to be super mario 3d world and bowser's fury whatever bowser's fury is and i'm i know i'm going to be getting it i loved this game on the wii u it is uh, i love the 3d mario world it's so good like i i know i'm going to be getting it and hopefully online works well enough to where i'll be able to play with my friends yeah on it as well 
Yeah, I, I'm excited for this one. Um, I don't know yet if I'm going to buy it or not. We'll see. We then have Bravely Default 2, which, of course, I will be getting. Uh, it's, an, it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive, but it is a follow-up of, I guess, it's not really a follow-up, but it's kind of a successor to the games that came out on the DS, Bravely Default, and then Bravely Default End Layer. So it's it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to this game as well. It's a JRPG Final Fantasy type um, tactics. Yeah, I think this one will probably be a pass for me just because I couldn't get into the last one. And then uh, the game everybody's been waiting for, which is Destruction All Stars, which <laughs> is going to end up coming out for free on PS Plus. Yeah, I'm going to play it because it's coming out for free. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really don't see why I wouldn't try it, but I'm. Uh, there's not a lot known about this game and I, it's going to be interesting to see how much quote-unquote fun you could have with it like i remember this was going to be one of the launch games for the ps5 and then i guess playstation kind of figured out that nobody really wanted this game yep. i guess so they decided to release it and put it on ps plus uh in february so those will that'll be one of the free games for february i'm interested to see how this ends up reviewing and if it's any fun yeah, we'll see. Um, obviously, I can't play unless I some somehow decide to get a PS5 by then, but I doubt it. Um, but hopefully it does well. I just don't think it was ever... It was never going to be a game you paid 60 or $70 for. I just thought it was yeah. crazy that they originally were planning that. So I'm glad that that, that kind of changed. Yeah, and we then end up going into Returnal, which is also a PS5 exclusive. It is a what they're describing a per a, thir, a third person roguelike shooter. Um, it's the one where you're playing as a woman going into like another world, and it's like aliens and shooting, and she has like the two different color eyes. I'm not sure if yeah uh, that ends up being important at all. <laughs> but Returnal Returnal kind of reminds me, and of the games of all this, like Outsiders, it kind of reminds me of that. But this is probably going to be super story focused. And with Hades being such a fun roguelike, I'm really interested in trying this game just to see, you know, what the what the whole deal is with the world that she's in and whether or not, you know, how everything kind of connects to her. She looks like she's an astronaut, I guess, going into another world. Yeah, this one could be cool. Like, I, I hope it is. But again, I can't play it. <laughs> Next so that's episode. all going to be you making that yep. decision <laughs> yeah and i and i'll do it you know all right. i spend way too much money on video games anyway it's my <laughs> hobby so i'll i'll live and die by it but yep. next up it takes two and that's really the fun game that was announced during the game awards it was this couple and it's their journey trying to figure out puzzles and i guess trying to fix their relationship i just thought this game looked really fun and quirky I'm hoping it's not a $70, $60 game, but if it is, you know, I, I really want to try It Takes Two if I can find someone to play with. Yeah, I, I am super excited for this game, like super excited. Um, showed the trailer to my wife and she's pumped to play it too. Um, I think I'll probably end up getting that, which means that you should be able to play anyway because I can just use the the Buddy Pass thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we'll be <laughs> we'll have fun. We'll be yep. able to do it regardless. Yeah. Then we have Far Cry 6, which I'm not a big Far Cry fan, but The Mandalorian made me a really big fan of Juan Carlo Esposito. Mm -hmm. So 
I, I think I'm going to give this a shot. Uh, I might wait for reviews, but Far Cry 6 is one of the couple games that I really haven't gotten into the past couple years. Yeah. You know, I tried Far Cry 3, I think, mm-hmm. and I never finished that, but I did play it. So it, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But the Far Cry series tends to be where they lose me on a, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Far Cry 3. Um, I think I, I that's I hundred percented that back in the 360 day. Uh, four was I beat four and then five. I man, I bounced off that one so fast. It seems like a lot of people did. Um, so six is going to be a rent for me just because they kind of burned me on five because I had been buying them all the day they came out and having a good time. But I'm going to be a lot more cautious with this one. Hopefully it's good. Um, you got a good villain. So hopefully the game can back it up. But they really haven't changed that formula in like three or four games. Well, yeah, and it's Ubisoft seems to be the the masters of coming out with these third person games or and this is and I know that Far Cry is usually first person, mm-hmm. but in the world you explore in, you do missions and like there's a story and everything like that. I just don't know. I really wish Ubisoft would find a way to break out of that. Yeah. And do something different with their franchises like assassin's creed the first couple were really good and then it started to fall down in quality so i'm just wondering when you know especially with like watchdogs like yeah yep they have assassin's creed watchdogs this and immortals phoenix rising which are all huge very similar yeah very similar open world and they throw a ton of side stuff at you in all of those games (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see. I'll probably wait for reviews before that, but uh, before getting that one, and hopefully, usually Far Cry games are quick to go on discount. So oh we'll yeah, see, we'll see what happens with that. Next one is going to end up being Back for Blood, which we've you know me and you have talked about before, mm-hmm. uh, especially on the um, on the Game of the Year awards. Things this this game should be a hit, a knock out of the park. This. Yep. Everybody's been a lot. I know a lot of people have been asking for Left 4 Dead type game, and this is Back 4 Blood. Like, this is going to be a very popular game at launch. As long as it doesn't have the problems that Cyberpunk had, we should probably be fine. (laughs) Yeah, this is one I definitely want to pick up the day it comes out. This is a day one purchase. Hopefully, they don't mess it up. I don't think they will. But man, this is, I've been waiting for this for a long, long time. So, day one, I'll be there. As will I. And speaking of day one games, the next one that they listed was Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's the collection of all three games. Yeah, I'm probably day one here. Yep. <laughs> uh, I loved Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, despite the original ending for what three what happened with 3. I just hope that they don't do the same thing that Nintendo did, where you port these three games and there's really no discernible upgrade yeah between everything which is what i'm afraid that they're going to do with this like people are super excited to be able to play mass effect again especially on next gen consoles but what does this next gen version differ from the past three version and if it's literally nothing then you know you're almost better off waiting or playing the games on your computer yeah and you can probably get them a lot cheaper yeah i i mean i have all three on 360 and i think i have all three on the pc so i mean i will get this day one 
as long as it's not just straight ports. So it'll all depend on once it gets a little bit closer and people actually get their hands on it. But if it is an actual remaster or reworking, then I'll pick it up. Yeah. We then start going into uh, two PlayStation exclusives here, which they really don't give dates for. It's Gran Turismo 7 and Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Now, I'm going to get Gran Turismo because I, I want to give it a shot again. Mm-hmm. And if for whatever reason by this time Sony releases a new VR system, I might end up giving that a shot because I played Gran Turismo in VR on the PS4, and it's fun. Yeah, You know, it's a... It's a fun game and it tracked really well. It's just not Forza Horizon, which is what, right. you know. Nothing is, is what, though. <laughs> but that's what I wish Sony would do. Take Gran Turismo and instead of making it this, it's I admit it's super colorful. It's super pretty. The tracks are the tracks are a lot of fun, but you're missing the freedom of yep. of street racing and that kind of thing, which for a lot of people, if you grew up on Fast and Furious, is the type of racing everybody wants to do anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I get the PlayStation even has its own racing league with Gran Turismo, which is cool. But still, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it because I wanna I wanna see what this series does and where it goes. You're more optimistic than I am because I really have no faith left in that series, um, <laughs> except for the people who just want a diehard sim racing game like i'll i'll have you know i'll give you all the props on that but like i know that it's not for me anymore used to be back in the day but just we've come so far with racing games and i expect so much more than what gran turismo has given us the past couple times yeah yeah and you're you're fair to have that criticism yeah so we'll see what ends up doing with it one thing that i'm not going to talk about too much about is we usually between like in the March area, we end up getting a new MLB The Show, mm-hmm. which will end up being the first, I think, next-gen sports game, I think, in a lot of ways. Like, NBA did a really good job mm-hmm. uh, with what they did, but I think we're going to get a really big feel for how everything goes on the PlayStation with MLB The Show. Because I'm this... not sure if it's this year or next year where it's cross right. where it goes to other consoles. That's what well. I was just going to say. I don't remember if it's this year or not for Xbox. But something I just wanted to quickly talk about, just because it's something that I remembered and that's not on the list. Mm-hmm. So then we go to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'll probably end up getting this game. I'm interested to see how Ratchet and Clank, you know, this was kind of the biggest demo that we've had for next gen where you're seamlessly going through worlds without really any loading time. Because even the, um, even the next gen upgrades like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, or even cyberpunk, there's a loading screen of some sort. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how easy it is to flip back and forth between everything. And it looks, looks really pretty. I like what the game story's doing uh, and it'll, it, it'll be fun. I'm excited to get back into ratchet and clank. It's been a while. I'm excited to play that game, but that's not the game that's going to make me buy a PS five. So We'll see Makes when sense. when it actually comes out. But like, if not, I'll definitely be playing it after I get one because I am really excited for that one. Yeah. We then start heading into other games like uh, more mainstays too. Battlefield, a twenty. It's the, the it's it's in parentheses twenty twenty one, which they have it set up when this Battlefield game is taking place. But it's been a while since I've seen Battlefield, and they've kind of taken a. 
a more historical approach with doing like the the Vietnam War and World War II type stuff. So I'm interested to see whether or not they finally come back to like the current age and current guns and that kind of thing. Cause that's when battlefields seem to be the most popular. Yeah. And you know, I, I will admit graphically wise battlefield has always looked a little bit better than call of duty. Just yep. use just different systems and everything like that. So I want to see what, I, I want to see what battlefield has to offer here and to see if it's going to end up kind of stealing any of that call of duty audience away because now more than ever, I feel like call of duty has its grip like on the first person shooter genre whole, because I haven't heard anything about battlefield in the past couple years. Cause yeah. you know, battlefield one, you know, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it at all. And that game yeah, it died quick. <laughs> yeah. And that game did come out two years ago. So I, I want to hear what people, I want to see if this game brings, brings competition back to life because um, competition is good in these types of genres of games and if Call of Duty is just going to sit there and have a stranglehold on everything, they're not going to try to innovate, I don't think, in any way if there's no competition. So I'm hoping this battlefield comes back into a current like current age-type war, has a good story, and the multiplayer maps have always been really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm interested to try that one. Hopefully we get more news about it. I haven't liked a Battlefield game in a while. I don't think since like Bad Company 2. So it'll definitely be a pass for me, but it'd be interesting to see if they try to do some sort of battle royale or not. Um, but I guess we wait oh, and see. I think it's a given. I think it has yeah. To, yeah, I think it's a given. <laughs> they, have, they have to give it a shot for the sake that everybody else is doing it. And I don't know. I feel like with how many battle royales we have in the area now, mm-hmm. like they have to come out and do something kind of unique. Yeah. In a way where, you know, b- Call of Duty wasn't known for letting you use vehicles, but the Battle Royale version now has, where Battlefield used to be the game where you could go in and use vehicles, and Call of Duty was the one you couldn't. Right. So it's uh, it's, it's kind of flip-flopped in that sense. So yeah, you know, um, I, I want to I see what Battlefield has to offer. I think that's one of the more intriguing games on this list. Yeah, we wait and see. We then go into Halo Infinite, which we have no idea... If it's coming out this year or not, you know, this game may never come out. Right. But, you know, for the good of for the good of all of gaming, I really do think uh, they this game should release holiday of next year. And I'm just hoping it makes everybody happy. You know, yeah. Halo has such big expectations. And considering that people literally bullied this game into not coming out for another year, I'm just hoping that the developers, you know did whatever they had to do and hopefully it makes people happy. I didn't have a problem with the, with what they showed off. I know we were streaming, you know, the trailer and the gameplay that they were showing off. So I'm, I'm not going to judge a game until it's in somebody's hands and they've had extended time with it and do a preview or something of it. And nobody's had that with halo yet. So I guess, I guess we have to see what they decide to do. Yeah. I really want this to do well. Um, but yeah, I think, at the earliest we're looking at sometime around the holidays of this year, since we're in 2021. <laughs> we then go into two PS five exclusives, which is uh, horizon forbidden West, which I swear if I don't have the first horizon 
like game done by then i'm a lost cause <laughs> um because i need to get it done and i know i will it's just a matter of when when i finally decide to stop playing other games and doing that one mm-hmm. and then with with god of war ragnarok like i'm super excited for this game my my only fear is that we're not going to get enough out of ragnarok because i think that sony's trying to do something similar to what they did with um spider-man miles morales uh with with kind of a shorter story but um but you know the 40 dollar price tag or something like that and now that i think about it i may be thinking too much about ragnarok because all they did was release a trailer this is 2021 yeah it doesn't say if the game's coming out maybe that's when we're going to see the first trailer yeah like, maybe like that that's what i just thought of maybe i'm just reading into that too much and goes oh that's when the game's releasing who knows maybe, maybe. it's just when the trailer comes out i think out of the two of us i'm i'm smart enough to say that i know i won't ever finish horizon zero dawn so <laughs> i think i'm just gonna have to let that series go and know that it's not for me um i've said multiple times though that god of war ragnarok is the one that'll make me buy a ps5 if something else doesn't come out before then but like Hopefully that if it does come out this year, it is a full game. Um, I would really enjoy another full God of War that I can really dig into. Um, but yeah, for me, that's the one I've been eyeing up as like, this is when I get the PS5. Yeah. And then we really only have two ga- two more games left on the list. I know it's been long, but you know, uh, when you when you have an entire list in front of you, you kind of realize how many AAA games are coming out. Yeah. And we're so early in, we're five days yeah. at the top of this recording into 2021 so there could be other even larger games coming out then because i even look at this list and i know people a lot of people like this game but beyond good and evil like <laughs> i never played that game but i know That's a lot never of people coming excited out. For it. but <laughs> we didn't hear anything about it for yeah. a while and haven't so i don't know what's going on with that one uh that beyond good and evil i know like is kind of considered a, a cult classic in the gaming world because a lot of people haven't played it it's one of my favorite games um i think i've beaten that game like probably close to 10 times okay Uh, but i just i don't think that second one's ever coming out you know it got announced years ago and then was that last year we got that trailer was it the year before it was the year before okay and then we haven't heard anything since um i just i don't think that's ever getting made i really don't which is kind of sad because I would love to see another one. And that trailer made me really excited. Uh, I can't recommend the first game enough, but I hopefully I'm wrong, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And then kind of the last game I have on this list actually is going to be Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Uh, it's the Hogwarts <laughs> games that everyone's excited for. And I know people are excited for it because even my mom mentioned, you know, oh, I'm going to, pl- I can't wait to play Hogwarts Legacy. And I went, I don't know if you're going to be able to play it on a one ass. Yeah. Like it's, they, it, you probably will be able to play it on a one ass, but this, uh, like Harry Potter in this game probably has such, once we get closer to release date, is going to have such hype around it it's going to feel kind of like um, a Halo type thing because we haven't gotten a, a Hogwarts game in what feels like forever yeah, or anything related to Harry Potter. So, you know, there's, there are a lot of people who aren't going to, who aren't into gaming, but love Harry Potter. So they're going to end up trying to buy this game or trying to get a new console for it. So mm-hmm. 
think it just goes to show that you know even my mom who isn't a gamer uh wants to play wants to play this game and i think that's cool <laughs> yeah they did just say recently that there it is a single player experience people are asking about like a multiplayer aspect and as of right now they're saying there isn't any they're just focusing on single player experience but really all they had to say for me was that it was like uh like bully and and i'm yeah. in because i love bully i enjoy harry potter it seems like the perfect matchup yeah but i know that was pr- uh, i'm surprised how long that segment went mm-hmm. for to be completely honest but those are what we know of of kind of the bigger games coming out in 2021 uh feel free to email us at uh high sensitivity podcast at gmail.com and just let us know whether or not you know what games you're looking forward to or if i forgot a huge game even that probably needs a little bit more attention but out of this list i'm definitely going to be spending too much money on video games (laughs) and the fact that the price tag's been raised ten dollars it means we're going to be you know that ten dollars is going to add up quick it is i'd be curious to see you know fast forward 12 months a little under 12 months from now how many of these end up on our game of the year list and that yeah. actually came out. It'll be interesting, but maybe we'll have to go back in like December. I'll have to go back and re-listen to this and and figure that out. But I think a, a good amount of those are probably going to end up on the list. Yeah, and considering that you know we we don't even know anything about the next Zelda, right? Because there there isn't a lot of Switch on this on this list, right? But there is rumors that Nintendo is going to be announcing the new Zelda soon a new Splatoon because Splatoon is a pretty popular game for the switch. Uh, and then there's every, somebody did say that they might release be releasing another fire emblem. I don't know. We'll see, (laughs) but, uh, you You didn't even put, uh, you didn't even mention persona. What strikers, persona five strikers. That's not, (laughs) that is coming out in February, but I don't think people are as excited about that game because it's literally a dynasty warriors game. So I understand I will be getting it and I'm probably going to do something stupid, like buy it for my computer too. So we'll, (laughs) we'll see what happens, but can't forget about that one. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the games we played and all the games coming out in 2021 and then we usually head on to movies here. Did you end up watching anything this week? Um, I am pushing, not pushing through because I am enjoying it, but I'm fin- catching up on uh, the past couple seasons of Letterkenny that I missed. Um, can't recommend that show enough. It's hilarious. Um, and I did watch The Midnight Sky on Netflix with George Clooney. Okay. Um, kind of a sci-fi style action movie where he's the last person at a station remote station and there's an incoming there's astronauts who have been up in space and basically he has to warn them about coming back to earth but that's about all i could say about it because it was boring as hell um (laughs) and i was having a hard time paying attention so don't even bother with that one but that those are the only two things i watched yeah, and for me, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to watch next, I guess. Mm-hmm. the uh, uh, I went shopping today, and the 4K set of Game of Thrones has been staring at me <laughs> for the past couple weeks. Like, regardless of how the ending, you know, went, you know, ended up, I really liked Game of Thrones because I, I'm going to judge it based on the entire whole mm-hmm. that we had, and for a majority of the time, Game of Thrones was really, really good. 
So a part of me wants to get the 4K set because the the 4K versions of these things look awesome. Because um, I have season one and season eight in 4K already, but you know I've I've been recommended to watch Vikings. So I'm probably going to okay. give that a shot. And next week I will probably have a review of season one. Uh, Interesting. Just because, uh, just because I have, I have the time that I do now. So let's try, try to binge a TV show. Hopefully I get into it. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good about Vikings. So that could be interesting. It's probably, I feel like it's right up your alley. And I know it recently ended as mm-hmm. well. So it's something where um, I'll be able to kind of watch through it at my own pace and not worry about falling behind anymore. I'll be able to just watch it without problem. Yeah. But other than that, that's all we really got today. I know it's a slow news week and I had to come up with a segment, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it still. If you know, and here we go. Thank you guys for watching. Um, If you really liked it, uh, we appreciate all the support. And if you'd share it with your friends, the podcast is continuing to grow. So thank you guys for all the help so far. And as we go into 2021, you know, the main goal for me and Craig is to continue to work on the podcast and continue to get bigger if possible. So we'll, we'll continue to see how, how that goes. If you want to get in contact with us, we have a Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram, a Twitch that we rarely ever use. And, (laughs) you know, we have a website at high sensitivity gaming. So then there's kind of a forum thing where you can email questions on there in case you don't want to put it into the Gmail actually. So if you want to go to the website and ask us a question, I'll, I'll read it on air. I've got no problem with that. Uh, just as long as it's kid appropriate, we try not to, uh, curse too much on the podcast. So (laughs) I'd appreciate if, if you weren't, you know, telling us how bad we are or something like that. (laughs) That's true. But other than that, that's all we got. Do you have anything, any, any news to leave off with here, Craig? No, I always, every time we bring up the Twitch, I always feel bad. Um, but I was, if there's a, a good way that I could stream like VR, I would totally do that. But I don't know if there's a way from the quest too, but I'm going to look into that. Um, and then I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for games that are decent to stream because I don't think anybody really wants to watch me play cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm trying to save up money or I'm still continuing to troubleshoot the problem with my Aver media capture card. Like mm-hmm. I had no problems with Elgato, but I wanted something that could do higher 4k, that kind of stuff. So I got the Aver media at the time and I've regretted it because it just doesn't work. The, the software isn't very good. Yeah. So, you know, maybe if I ever get the stimulus check, I will, uh, I'll use it and get an, an actual Elgato, which I know works. Yeah. But other than that, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you later.